What's great, good and real, my cliche family? It's your boy Jeff coming to you with another episode of the Do You Rules podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about me time and guarding your energy space. Me time and guarding your energy space. It's Saturday. It's Saturday for me. As I have referenced in previous videos, Saturday closes the week. Highly reflective day. Highly reflective day because it does close the week and and it gives me hopefully the potential of of starting another tomorrow which is Sunday obviously right Saturday Sunday breaking news here on the Do You Rules podcast but you know I had some great conversations yesterday with some people who I consider friends and I don't have many and and I've had a couple of conversations with the very few people there's actually really like two I almost feel like sometimes I say I have about about two and a half friends outside of of my, my, my family, right? My wife is my best friend, my daughter, my son, and my wife. And I get into, into my mother-in-law and my, and my Momo too. Shout out again to my home. My wife and I get into conflict sometimes as far as I consider my children friends too. However, I delineate with them and draw clear lines in the sand of when I'm discussing and talking with them as friends and then when I'm being a parent, I think that's important. And at some point, I feel like I want to talk about parenting and the power of that and doing me and doing you if you are in that space. Not today, but, you know, me time and guarding your energy space is relevant in that, you know, again, my family is a lot of my me time and is, and, and is why I guard my energy space. And so over the course of this week, my boy VR text me. And and let me tell you something that I, you know, I get texts just like you, but I, I get a lot less than you think in today's world, all things being net net because I've cut off and I've guarded my energy space. So the power of that is when I do get a text, it's usually from somebody who I consider someone worth talking to, albeit sometimes it's not. And the point of guarding my energy space is that depending on the text and I'll see it or not, but let's just say I see it because I react to my phone the way you do, although I practice not to. You know, I'll, I'll look at the text and decide if I want to respond. And what I do is I can tell by the text what it's going to be or, or how long that conversation might be or, 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 or the main idea of the conversation. And sometimes my man VR will text me about the Yankees and, and Shohei Otani, shout out to baseball fans, and, and the fact that he's probably going to make... $60 million a year next year and, and other things like that. And, and even my boy, double R who was a friend of mine now is for like 15 years. He might send me a text on a recent boxing match. Cause you know, he and I talk boxing when we talk a lot, or he might send me something about stock plays or about home investments, things of that nature. And depending on where I'm at, I may not respond to them until the next day, two days, a week later. And it might be sometimes usually at four o'clock in the morning, because before I start to read, I do cipher through my texts and I do that intentionally because that is the time I allot and aside, I, I put to the, I, I set aside for, for communicating via text, because if I don't, and this is part of guarding my energy space, I'll get into an interaction that is not, I'm not saying it's, inv it's, it's not valuable and that I don't cherish it because I do. So actually, because I do, I don't want to engage in a conversation or start a conversation I can't be fully present in. So that's why I treat my texts this way. 
That's how I guard my energy space as far as communicating. If I know I can't give you all of me and I can't focus on the text exchange and I know it's going to be lengthy, I don't respond to you right away because I may not have the time. I might be engaged in something else. So I fully commit to everything I'm doing. That's part of how I guard my energy space. So VR sent me a text looking for professional work advice. I respond to that right away because I value our relationship. I value him as a friend. I value also the professional conversations because it heightens me. It allows me the possibility, one, that he's looking to me for, for quote unquote mentorship on a professional level. And I know what that feels like. He's about eight, eight to nine years younger than me and has been in the profession, let's just say a decade less. And so he knows what I know as far as where I'm at in my career. There's some similarities there. So he looks to me for some professional advice. Massively powerful and enriching in my life. I was flattered. And I always am flattered when someone reaches out to me for something and anything that could possibly help with part of guarding my energy space. So I responded to him right away. We had a great conversation around a scenario he was in with work, where he was at, why he responded the way he responded, how he feels, where he's looking to go, the potential short, medium and long term. And, and I'm always raw and real. Not that anyone isn't, but I know no other way because that's part of guarding my energy space too, is that when I'm giving you all of me, I'm accepting all of you and I'll take it. I want it in its most rawest form. And so I reciprocate. Otherwise, it's a waste of my time and a waste of your time. And I don't have time. It's part of one of the, the, the do you rules. Like if you haven't realized you're running out of time, you're fucking crazy. Anyhow. So VR and I had that great conversation. And, and then around that conversation, he lives about five hours from me. He's like, man, my wife, had, you know, he, she, she's asking me why, you know, when am I going to invite you and your fam up for a dinner or something to get together? Powerful, beautiful. That's, that's, that, those are the beauties in life. And yes, it's five hours away and the likelihood of me going there is slim, but it's the point. And I wanted to be clear that guarding my energy space, he's one of the few that texts me and I'll respond. And depending on where I'm at and depending on my availability, one, if I know it's not, or I can, I can glean that it's not one of importance, quote unquote, and it's just a casual conversation, I get to it casually. And two, when I see it's of importance, because I'm not inundated, overwhelmed and overrun almost on that dopamine level, right? If you've watched previous episodes, Chasing the Cookie, because I guard my energy space, I can be available for those who I consider true friends, which is like family, another do you rule. If you're a friend, you're family to me. But my energy space, I allow it to be entered for those who reciprocate. Same thing with double R. He called me to discuss some things about where he's at. He's been in a relationship for longer than me. He's about 10 years my senior. He's about 10 years my senior. And there's been, I think, an evolution in our relationship where, you know, when we first met, I was in my mid to late 20s and I was looking to him for some guidance. I've evolved quite greatly and we've had a, a, a I don't want to say a break in our relationship, but there was a, a downtime in it. And that, you know, as I was transitioning and we had, we started be, be, being, we, we became friends at work and, and he and I broke up. <laughs> he and I kind of the relationship, it wasn't as available because I left the job. I went for a different job 
and and focusing on me and doing me, whether consciously or not, creates separation. But he was always someone who kept in contact. He would always say, even if it was, you know, a six month downtime, eight month, that might be a point where it was about a year of no interaction. We would pick up right where we left off and we've become closer again because our work paths have kind of collided and that we are in the same space professionally. We do the same things. And, and he invests in the market. He's taught me how to invest in the market. He invests in real estate. And part of guarding my energy space is that I enjoy those conversations because I can learn from him. I learn a lot from him. He is really, really fucking smart. And even though he doesn't give himself enough credit for that. And so in turn, you know, I do my best to provide value. And, and again, as this relationship has evolved, as, as I've proven myself and been able to, to learn and, and prosper in my own individual way, he also humbly, you know, he came to me, not, not for necessarily advice, but to listen yesterday. He, you know, he, 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 we spoke for over an hour and it was in and around him feeling like his day is like, boom, 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 boom. From the minute he wakes up to the minute he goes to sleep. And it's powerful in that he, you know, he's maximizing his day. He has a wife, he has a child, he has a job. And, and so he accomplishes or at least sets out to be the best possible version of a husband, father, and worker. But it does start to feel like boom, 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 boom. And that's the mundane part of the routine. That's the mundane part of the evolution of trying to prosper and branch out and, and seek and, and feel better things. Because we want to feel, again, we're, we're, we're so much feelings driven. We're so much feelings driven. And, and after listening to Double R converse, with me for about an hour and really, really focusing in and lasering in on what I was hearing. Aside from the fact that I think what I think I said to him, one is, you know, I don't really talk to your wife. I've never really conversed with her. So I don't know her side of the story. So anyone who's, who's in a relationship with me and is my friend, but I've never really interacted with their significant other. I'm not quick to just be like, yo, yeah, she's not doing this and she's not doing that. And she could be, that, that, that's probably obvious and there's probably some truth and I could probably glean some things and, and, and speak on what I believe. But then it's also coming from the perspective of you can't help but relate it to your relationship. And it's not about me, right? It's not about me. And so the first thing I said to him was like, yo, I don't, I don't speak to your wife like that, obviously. So I don't know her side of the story. Let's take that into account. And I always rec recommend like you got, I need, like if you haven't already, take some time to think about her thoughts and what she might be thinking and what she might be feeling because that has an impact on you. How could it not? This is the person you live with and you share your life with. But I said, in and around that and removing your wife and your daughter from the equation, as far as what you're looking to feel, I can already tell you there's not enough me time. There's not enough doing you. When do you do you? Oh, you know, the minute I wake up to the minute I go to sleep. Okay. You probably got to wake up earlier, <laughs> you know, or, or, or what is in and around your energy space that is consuming your bandwidth. So me time and energy space. You don't have as much time as you think you do. And everyone is saying that out loud, but you're probably also most likely having your energy space so wide open that people are pulling bandwidth that should not be pulling bandwidth from you. And that is a difficult, difficult thing to do as I've learned 
And as I've, I think, successfully done that, if you look through my phone, I promise you, I pro- they, t- they talk about being that you are the five closest people to you. Well, my wife, my daughter, my son, my mother-in-law, my dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why I give most of my time to. Then there's VR, there's double R, there's DE, and there's VS. DE and VS, I work with. They're, 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 they're people who I relate to and are, they're, they're above me in rank as far as what their title is, but I can see myself being there. They can see me being where they're at. So there's a beauty in that relationship, but that's like it. That is it. Notice I didn't say anything about mother, father. They both still exist. I still got my grandparents on both sides, both sides. I have aunts and uncles and cousins. I have other people who I've met in my 41 years of existence, people who I've done things with, who I've shared things with, who I've gotten close with. They still exist in this world, but not in mine, (laughs) not in mine. And it's because you, you come to the realization that if I'm allowing you in my energy space, and I talked about this and will again, if you're too much of an energy vampire and it's not reciprocal, like if, if, if you're pulling from me and you're not giving back to me, I cut you the fuck off. And I know it might sound selfish, but I don't have time for that. That I don't have time for because I don't have time. Who says I wake up tomorrow? Cliche, right? You take that shit for granted. I don't. Uh-uh. I might have. Not anymore. Now, the difficulty with guarding your energy space comes with massive sacrifice. Massive sacrifice. And part of the conversation I had with Double R was that there's, man, as I referenced, so you think about it from my my early 40s, I still have both my grandparents. I still have my mother and my father. I just say, still have both my grandparents on both sides of my family. They're getting up there. You know, both my grandparents respectively on each side, both my grandfathers, my grandfathers and uh, grandmothers and grandfathers, they're in their 80s. My mother's in her, I think she just turned 60. My father's a couple of years younger. Then I have aunts and uncles and cousins as I've referenced. I am where I am today because of all of that. Family, my upbringing, And as I get deeper and deeper into literature and the psychology and the psyche and the mental state of where we are, I fully understand and it resonates with me that I'm a product of all my decisions, all of my decisions. I am me because of me, regardless of who might have influenced me along the way. And as I focused in more on me time and focused in more on guarding my energy space, the sacrifice of letting go of my family is is super prominent in my consciousness because as I go into my subconscious and my thoughts about how I've arrived to where I've arrived today, I realized my family, it's cyclical and I did grow up in the projects. I don't want to go back there. I did. I did have a poverty life. I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want no handouts. If, If you do, that's cool. I don't want that. I don't want that. And so the difficulty, particularly with family, when I feel like you have to really remove yourself and keep kind of an arm's distance and not allow them into your energy space is that now that I'm raising children, 13 and 10 respectively, 
Now that I'm in a marriage, 24 years total, 15 married at the end of this uh, end of this month. And I know that I'm flawed and I know that I don't always make the right decisions and I know I don't always think the right things. And it's hard for me to always do what I know is the right thing to do because I'm human and I'm susceptible and I can be weak. If I allow anything that conflicts with that in my, or, 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 or feeds that into my energy space, I break. I break. And if you're looking to, to go on a journey for you, the pain of trying to persevere, of being in love with the chase and the process and the grind is, is enough of a sacrifice in and of itself that if you don't guard your energy space, you will fall. And that's why you run out of time. And, and, and inevitably, wherever you are in time dictates what you really have left potentially. In other words, you know, somebody, you can do whatever you want. I'm 41. I used to want to play for the Yankees. Yeah, that dream's over. I can't play baseball anymore. Truth is, I was never good enough. I didn't work hard enough. And it's gone. So depending on where you are in life, there's still, again, this is an entrepreneurial world as far as, man, you can really do a lot of things if you put your mind to it and, 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 and do you. So there's still, I don't, now that from that perspective, if you have other dreams that allow you to provide a service, that's what I believe I'm doing, providing a service, then, then you can be 91 and find a way, right? People like that go viral on social media all the time. Anyhow, guarding your energy space and making sacrifices. As I know, my grandparents are in the later stages of their life. As I know, I've had, I mean, my father's pretty much non-existent. We have zero relationship. I'm not holding it against him. I'm not knocking it. It is what it is. I appreciate him for who he is. I'm thankful he made me. But, you know, I don't have time to reconcile that relationship. And the truth is, guarding my energy space, when I go back and see my grandparents and where I was raised and where I lived, I, again, I want no part of that. Therefore, I want my kids to see none of that. I don't want it anywhere around me because of the potential of what it could do. So guarding your energy space is deeper than the dopamine rushes from the technology I referenced on chasing the cookie, falling in love with the process, your phone, Netflix, etc. A large majority of your inability to, 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 to prosper or believe you're prospering or feel great about who you are is your energy space is infiltrated massively and you can't cut people off. Grandparents, parents, cousins, uncles, brothers, sisters, aunts included. And it's an awfully difficult part of life. But as I closed my conversation with double R yesterday, I thought about in the projects where I grew up, there were 14 floors in each building. Let's just say there were like 20 buildings and the apartments went up to the, to the letter H, which A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H is eight, right? Roughly eight apartments per floor. 14 times. It's 112, right? Let's knock it down to 100 times 20 buildings. It's 2,000 apartments. There was another project uh, complex across the street, but let's ignore that. 2,000 apartments. And let's say on average, there's four people there. 
8,000 people. That's as I was growing up. When I do go back there, which I almost now have no intent or intention to go back there, other than if it was to be hopefully to take my grandparents out of there who just don't want to leave there, but I don't, I can't, I don't, I can't afford to take them out of there right now. I mean, there's the scene, just the scene itself is over flooded with, with, with poverty. I mean, there's garbage all over the floor. There's rats the size of cats just in front of my grandmother's building alone. That's how I grew up. It wasn't that prevalent though. When I was growing up, what I, what, what struck me the last time I went there, which I went there for a death in the family, of course, that's when we get together, right? Weddings, deaths, things of that nature. The power of the environment hit me in that the kids I grew up with now have kids and they're still there and kids were raising kids and all of that energy that's in and around is pulling, pulling, pulling and not giving back. And my grandparents are in the same apartment under the same circumstances, except it's gotten progressively worse because the environment doesn't change. You just keep reproducing it over and over and over and over and over again. And it's a lifestyle, it's a mindset that keeps you there. It's a poverty mindset. And the people there are not, guard, are not guarding their energy space at all. And the idea that I have to break away, reestablish new roots, a new family tree, which removes... If required, my grandparents, my parents, and whomever else I need to for the sake of me, which is the sake of my family. I just subscribe it to the crabs in a barrel methodology or metaphor. That that poverty mindset, that going back and still seeing the same things over and over and over and over and over. And aunts, uncles, and cousins, no disrespect. I know how it sounds, but they're going back to mom and grandma still eating off of her while they're in their 80s. In theory, if you just talk it out, it sounds great, but they're not in the, they, they haven't been in a great spot or in a spot for prosperity for years, and we all just watch it. We all just watch it. That's my point of contention. We, we know it's not ideal. I would love nothing more than to get them out of there. I know I can't because I need to do more for myself, gain more for myself. And then hopefully when that happens, they're still around. I can come back for them. But until then, I got to cut it off. I got to cut it off. So wherever you are today on a Saturday, taking a day off, which is okay, resting, texting, social media-ing, <laughs> dreaming, thinking, being, consider that whatever you're chasing will not present itself to you 
until you learn to guard your energy space and not allow anything in that conflicts with what it is you are seeking and searching for. And in the process, carve out some me time. Because if you can't figure out me and you, you'll never expand outside of what it has always been for you. And that continues to be your decision. It's the do you rules for a reason. (laughs) Some tough decisions have to be made. You gotta, you gotta be comfortable with sacrificing regardless of what it looks and sounds like. And may everything you desire come to you exactly as you deserve. Stay rich.